navigating toxic relationships, and rebuilding trust. While I get this sentiment entirely, it's okay to let people go, especially when they have been nothing but toxic to you. The hard part is not allowing them to make you feel guilty for making a decision that doesn't fit their agenda, but increases your quality of life. There's something else to consider before throwing someone away. While it's essential to prioritize our own well-being and remove toxic people from our lives, it's also essential to approach the situation with empathy and understanding. The person may not realize the impact of their actions and could benefit from honest communication about how their behavior is affecting you. It's important to remember that we are all human and capable of growth and change, and sometimes it takes a difficult conversation to create positive change in a relationship. However, if the toxicity persists despite efforts to communicate and improve the relationship, it's understandable to prioritize your mental health and decide to let them go. That being said, the amount of time needed to improve communication and fix a relationship can vary depending on several factors, such as the severity of the issues, the willingness of both parties to work on the relationship, and the level of commitment to making changes. This process has no fixed time frame, as each relationship is unique and may require different amounts of time to improve. However, it is essential to note that communication and relationship improvement requires ongoing effort and commitment, and it may take longer than expected to see significant progress. It is also essential to prioritize open and honest communication, active listening, and a willingness to compromise and make changes. If both parties are committed to the process and actively working towards improving the relationship, then progress can be made over time. Many individuals tend to quit when encountering difficulties, but hardship is subjective. It's essential to keep in mind that something you perceive as a hardship may be insignificant to your partner. It is difficult to determine a specific amount of time for improving communication and fixing a relationship. Focusing on consistent effort and commitment toward making positive changes and maintaining open and honest communication throughout the process is crucial. Working on an existing relationship is often better than trying to find the perfect person. This decision to work on a current relationship is often better because there is no such thing as a perfect person, and every relationship requires effort and work. Whether romantic or not, relationships involve two individuals with unique experiences, perspectives, and personalities. It is natural for disagreements and conflicts to arise, but how couples handle these situations determines the strength and longevity of the relationship. When couples invest time and effort in working through challenges, they develop a deeper understanding and appreciation for each other, which can lead to a more fulfilling and lasting relationship. On the other hand, searching for the perfect person can lead to unrealistic expectations and disappointment. No one can meet every expectation, and seeking perfection often results in a cycle of constantly searching for something that doesn't exist. Now let's talk about betrayal something very poignant for me in that I was utterly betrayed by the person I thought might actually be my soulmate, if you will, even though I usually don't believe in such a thing. Rebuilding trust after a betrayal can be challenging, but it is possible, aside from the person with a personality disorder they aren't working on. There are several steps your ex-partner can take to demonstrate that they have changed and is committed to earning back your trust. Here are a few suggestions. Acknowledge and take responsibility for their past behavior. Your ex-partner should acknowledge the harm they caused and take responsibility for their actions. They should express genuine remorse for their behavior and offer a sincere apology. Seek professional help. Your ex-partner may benefit from seeking therapy or counseling to address any underlying issues that may have contributed to their past behavior. They must take steps to address these issues to prevent future incidents. Give it time. 
Rebuilding trust takes time and patience. Your ex-partner should give you the space and time to process your feelings and work through any residual anger or hurt. Demonstrate consistency in their behavior. Your ex-partner should demonstrate a consistent pattern of behavior over time that reflects their commitment to change. This pattern of behavior can include being accountable for their actions. Communicating openly and honestly, and respecting both of your agreements. Note that boundaries are something you have for yourself. Boundaries are not something your partner should or shouldn't do. That's a rule, which is problematic at best. Rules are set and not negotiable. Agreements are things agreed on between you and your partner. It is wise to avoid rules in relationships. Boundaries and agreements are negotiated and agreed upon and can always be renegotiated if needed. Be transparent. Your ex-partner should be transparent about their actions and whereabouts. This transparency can include being open and honest about their communication with their friends and other individuals who may have been involved. This transparency also shows they can put the greater good over their own pride. If they can't do this, it may suggest that their own image, as they perceive others to see them, is more important than their actual happiness. These are a few steps your ex-partner can take to demonstrate that they have changed and is committed to earning back your trust. Ultimately, the decision to trust again is up to you and will depend on your willingness to forgive and your ex-partner's ability to reframe their own pride and demonstrate genuine change. In conclusion, working on an existing relationship can be more rewarding than seeking the perfect person. Couples can grow and strengthen their relationship with effort and commitment, leading to a far more fulfilling and satisfying life together. References used for today's episode are as follows. Our first source is a research paper called The Suffocation of Marriage, Climbing Mount Maslow Without Enough Oxygen, by Finkel et al. Next up, we have The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work, by Gottman and Silver, which offers practical advice for building a strong and healthy marriage. Stanley et al., Sliding versus Deciding examines the impact of premarital cohabitation on relationship inertia. We also have Sullivan et al.'s Premarital Relationship Education and Couple Therapy, which looks at the effectiveness of these interventions. Finally, we have Murray and Holmes' The Mental Ties That Bind, which explores the cognitive structures that predict relationship resilience. Suppose you're looking for resources for rebuilding trust, specifically after a betrayal. In that case, we recommend checking out the Gottman Institute's article, Rebuilding Trust in a Relationship After a Betrayal, and Psychology Today's How to Rebuild Trust After Betrayal. For more on the topic of trust, you can also check out Very Well Mind's article, Can You Ever Trust Again After Betrayal? That's it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.